Continuing our learning in Siman Reish Dalid, uh, finishing up the Brachav Shakol Niyabid Varo. Uh, yesterday we talked about medicines, and uh, the Shulchan Aruch then transitions to talk about what about things that you're not allowed to eat. Generally, things that are not allowed, but you're eating it for some medical purpose. You need to eat it for whatever reason, and we'll assume that it's permissible. Meaning, it comes from a non kosher source, but for this person, because of his medical situation, for whatever it is, it's going to be acceptable, even though it's a non kosher food. So do you make a bracha on that or not? So this is a machloket rishonim. If you're eating something that's otherwise not kosher, lirifu'ah. So uh, Rabbi Meir Alevi, called by Rabbi Yerucham, he says that, uh, yeah, you don't do it. It's not kosher food. You're not allowed to make a bracha on non-kosher food. That's the position of Rabbi Yerucham, but the Rambam writes, no. If you're allowed to eat it, so it's permissible. For you, it's allowed. For the rest of us, it's not. For this person, it's okay. So if you're eating it because it's okay for you, you need to say a bracha. You need to say a bracha. You're taking a kadus bracha. You're acknowledging a kadus bracha. You're allowed to eat it. You're not doing anything wrong. Since you're not doing anything wrong, you should make uh, a bracha on it. And the, the Beit Yosef quotes, because I'll prove to you the Beit Yosef says that the Rambam is right. What do you do on Yom Kippur? You have somebody who's sick on Yom Kippur. Shulchan Aruch writes, that person makes a bracha. That person makes a bracha when he eats on Yom Kippur. Not only that. Not only that. He says, Birkat HaRazon. And not only that. There's a Ya'alev Yavo. It's very strange always. You look in the Sidur, in the Birkat HaMazon, and there's Birkat HaMazon for Yom Kippur. Biyom HaKippur Yimazeh. Biyom Tzlichat Yavo. Yeah. So a woman who just gave birth, someone who's sick. So they say, a bracha before and after on Yom Kippur. He says, so you see that even when you're not allowed to eat it, it's permissible. Everyone else isn't allowed to. I is not allowed to. I am. You make a bracha. The Bach points out, no, that's very different. That's very different. The food itself, is it kosher? Yeah. Meaning, what's the din on Yom Kippur? Is it in the chefza or din in the gavra? Meaning the food itself is kosher. I, we're not allowed to eat it, but the food is kosher. He says, that might be very different when the food itself is okay, but you're not allowed to. She says, that doesn't prove anything. Nonetheless, the Shulchan Aruch writes black and white that you do make a bracha. The Elkut Yosef says no. He says, because Safik brachot la'akel, because it's a machloket, we have to take both positions into consideration, and therefore, uh, we do not make a bracha on non-kosher foods if you're eating them, lirifua. What about other Yisurim that happen lirifua? Let's say on Shabbat, you have someone who's so sick, the Gemara talks about this. It's hard to imagine. They need you to cook for them on Shabbat. Mamash, on the fire, cook for them on Shabbat. They're a cholesh yesh bo sakana. Whatever it is. Or a cholesh ain bo sakana. They're only quasi sick. And the non-Jew cooks for them on Shabbat. On that, on that you definitely make a bracha on because the food itself is kosher. There the food itself is kosher. That's very similar to eating on Yom Kippur. The food is kosher. It's just not allowed. The action isn't allowed to be done for some other reason. For this person, it's acceptable to be done. And therefore, even according to Yosef, a bracha would be made both before and after.